Usually would be, but the great man still off crook. Good to have David Flash Lithgow in the hot seat this morning. And like you have on your Saturday show, Flash, yes. it's been a privilege to talk to some of these young men that are tipped to go very, very high in the draft coming up later this month. And one of them joins us on the line now. Riley Sanders, good morning to you and welcome to SEN Tassie Breakfast. Yeah, no, thank you. Good to be on. Nice to talk to you, mate. Now, just for the listeners that don't know your background, obviously you moved away from Tassie a couple of years ago. Just bring us up to speed on your decision around that and what got you to the mainland. Yeah, so moved away um, start of 2022, so start of year 11. Um, yeah, just got offered a good opportunity to go to a school over there, Melbourne Grammar, and then um, that was the kind of the main reasoning. Um, then I also played for Sandy over there as well, yeah. It's interesting, Riley, because I, I was going to ask you this question a little bit later after we've spoken to you this morning, but it's interesting if you'd fast-forwarded your career in five years' time, there's a Tassie AFL team in the system, there's an academy down here. These are different conversations you and your old man, who I know very well, are having, aren't they? And, that, and that's that's actually the beauty of what we're actually all going to go on, on this journey with, with the Tassie team going forward. You're probably, you may not be there, but... I think the the program moving forward will allow the future Riley Sanders of the world to probably stay at home. Would that be a fair thing to say? Yeah, definitely. No, I've been asked that question um, a fair bit lately, and I definitely I think that I'm kind of the most excited for is for the you know the younger kids that you know when the team comes in, whether they're nine, ten to all the way to fifteen, but like they're going to get some amazing opportunities to train. You know, in the elite environment, like they'll. I know a few of the Gold Coast boys um, that are in their academy this year that are going to go high in the draft. And they had the opportunities, like, training with them in the whole pre-season and getting access to all their coaches. And I just think those little things, you know, make a massive difference in trying to get drafted. So, yeah, I definitely think that if the, you know, AFL team was, you know, um, in while I was making that decision, I probably, yeah, I might have stayed. But in saying that, I'm still really happy with the kind of decision I made to go away and um, go to a new school and make meet lots of new people and stuff, so yeah. How are you feeling, mate? Only a couple of weeks away now. It's probably been a long, drawn-out process to get to this point for you, but is it a bit of a mixture of nerves and excitement at this point? Yeah, definitely. No, as you're saying, it has it's felt like a long process since the year's finished, definitely, but um, I've been kind of lucky that I've had, I've just finished exams, so that took up a lot of my time and um, kind of attention. So, um, yeah, I'm more just excited. Like, I reckon once I, I head over there next Friday, got a couple of things before the draft. Um, so I reckon once I get over there, I'll start to get a bit nervous, but I'm more just excited, yeah. I'm finding this whole year absolutely exciting for all Tasmanians and the potential, of course, that uh, you make Colby McCurchis going to get an opportunity very early in the draft. James Leak has now been a... Well, he's come from nowhere, Brent, hasn't he, in yep. terms of this year and to potential top 10 pick. There's talk that he might get picked up at Melbourne. Um, to be part of this whole, and I know you went away, but you're very much, and I've spoken to you before about this, as Tasmanian as they come, uh, you're part of the Allies. You know, kid of the, the national champs with seven Tasmanians. It must be terrific sort of vibe and nervous as well and to be part of what's a real revolution coming in a couple of weeks' time with all these Tassie kids get named as players in the AFL next year. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, it's it's pretty cool. Um, I spoke to you know, the 
boys and then just like other people in general to have, you know, three potential top 10 picks from, you know, Tassie and then from Launceston. Like, we're all, I went to school with um, Unreal. Lee, yeah, at St. Pat's and year seven to 10. And then I was always close with Colbs. Like, um, and then we've got Ari as well, who, who shouldn't be too far behind. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, I've, I've seen those boys probably, you know, half a dozen times since I've been back in the last week. Like, we all just, train together like we go do our running and have a kick and go to the gym so it's it's pretty cool to think that you know hopefully not next monday but the monday after we'll all you know be an afl club and starting our journeys but it's good to have you know each other to kind of lean on because we're all going through you know a very similar thing um so yeah it's pretty awesome yeah one of our top draft prospects, Riley Sanders, is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Riley, uh, do you have an idea of where you might land in the draft, and just give us an idea of how many clubs you've spoken to? Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not um, completely sure. Like um, the thing I've learned, like you don't really get extra secret intel. Like kind of what's in the media is kind of like what I know as well. So um, yeah, trying to keep away from it is pretty hard. But you kind of get linked to different clubs and whatnot. Um, yeah, I spoke to about, I spoke to most of them in some capacity, like some clubs more, some clubs three or four times and some clubs only, you know, a little one, uh, 10 minute kind of interview at a camp or something. So, um, but yeah, I've had a good interview, like a good hour chat with probably 14 or 15 of them. So, yeah. I'm fascinated with your, um, your profile as an athlete. Um, now you compare yourself to your old man, uh, Adam was very much a, Played a lot of footy at centre half back. He was a bit of an undersized, probably centre half back, third tall. He played sometimes on a half back flank, etc. But very much a, a, a tall defender of some description. You're probably have you got your old man covered? Are you are you a whisker taller than him? Yeah, I think we're pretty similar. Um, yeah, I, think I might just might just have him, but got a very yeah similar build to him. So yeah. And I guess the extension of that is uh, the modern-day footballer, and you really t- fit to me as a prototype of that, that six-foot-two, um, tall mid that can be versatile. You can play off half-back flank, of course, but I'm sure as the time goes on, very much you'll want to be spending as much time around the footy in the middle of the ground as possible. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, as you were saying, um, kind of... Since like even when my pop played and even my dad like as the years have gone on it's gotten taller and taller like it was kind of like yeah dad played a bit of centre half back full back and he was uh, 6'2 and now 6'2 is like I'm not even probably a tall midfielder anymore I'm probably a bit no. you know, a bit over average you know midfielder because um, yeah some of the midfielders now like over 190 and stuff like it's pretty it's pretty crazy like back in the day you know they could have been ruckman and stuff so um, yeah I guess I think as a midfielder, it doesn't really matter too much how tall you are. Like, you got, you know, your Lockie Mills, who are below 180, and then you got your bottom Pelly, who's 194. Like, I think if you got those, you know, being clean with the ball and being able to find the ball, it doesn't really matter too much. So, yeah. Now, you were added to North Melbourne's Generation Academy, Riley, but it's unlikely you'll end up there unless the Roos take you with one of their selections. Were you hoping the AFL would change that rule so they could match a bit on you within the top 40 and have you still had some good conversations with the club yeah um yeah obviously when it was all kind of happening it was looking pretty likely for a while so i was definitely excited to potentially go to north but um yeah i don't really mind either like i don't have a preference whether it's going to north or going to somewhere else um yeah i had a fair bit of contact with them throughout the year 
um, haven't really spoke to them or any club for a while because they're, they're not allowed to, I don't think, while exams are on. So um, left in a bit of the unknown. But, yeah, just talking to my manager and stuff and he's kind of gives me good intel on where you know he thinks I'll sit. So, yeah. You talked about, uh, Riley, about what you're doing now with, with some of the boys in Launceston, etc. Um, the pre-season for you, I would imagine at your age and knowing your family, the focus has been red hot for the last couple of years and there's no time for silly buggers, mate, I would imagine. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, um, Dad's obviously been great because he's got so much, you know, good insights for me and to help me, but he's never really kind of pushed it upon me. Like, it's kind of... If I wanted help, I'd just ask him and he'd give it to me. But he's never said, oh, you know, you have to go down to Invermay Park at, you know, tomorrow morning do this running. <laughs> up kind of, you know, just done it just done it all myself. And um, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, as you were talking about before, with all these new programs and stuff, and hopefully the Tassie kids only get the, the most important thing is, you know, their drive themselves. And if they, because, you know, there's been, you know, there'll be a few kids from Tassie who get drafted with probably not as good facilities or not as good as programs as what the future Tassie kids will have. So I think the most important thing is just creating hungry players that work really hard to get the best out of themselves. So I think, yeah, I've done a good job of just, yeah, getting the best out of myself in the last few years, which has um, helped me play the footy I've kind of wanted to, yeah. Now, Riley, I reckon you're the only person I've spoken to that's a Gold Coast supporter. I reckon I know the reason why you are, but for the listeners, tell us why you go for the Suns. Yeah, is that real? Are you, are you fair dinkum? Are you, are you, are you, is this actually yeah. true? Yeah, it's um, I'm not the biggest diehard fan, but I definitely <laughs> support him. A um, couple of reasons. Dad coached a couple of the boys, um, Jesse Lonigan and Cade College Avenue, who went there. So um, they were like big role models for me. So I kind of looked up to them and they looked after me and brought gear back and that. And then just had an like, obsession with Gary Ablett. Like he was just my favourite player um, of all time and just love watching him play and um, yeah, wore the number nine in the back for a while which is which is pretty cool. Got lots of Suns jerseys up at um, back at home, so yeah. I guess it's not completely out of the question. Well is it because they're gonna they're gonna take their home grown so you're probably not gonna end up as a son. I guess the anticipation for you is there is conversations that maybe Maybe North pulled the trigger early, and Riley Sanders does become, and that, and that must be part of the whole excitement now, as you and nerves and all that, everything in between for the next two weeks. How do you sit still waiting for this to happen? <laughs> Is it really? Do you you're waking up at two thirty in the morning thinking, bloody hell, what's let's get on with this? No, actually, um, I haven't been too nervous about it. Like there, there is definitely times where I'm like, oh, you know. Ones if I slide, or ones if because I'm I'm going to be there on the night. Like ones if you slide a bit, like it'd be a bit um a bit nerve wracking and stuff. But they're all really good clubs, and um, from all the clubs I've spoke to, they've all have really good support network and whatnot. But um yeah, you definitely try to think about it too much. But I think it's just pretty human to you know kind of like oh if I go to this team, where would I fit in? If I go to this team, where would I fit in and that? So. Um, trying my best not to, just keep my mind occupied with other things. But, yeah, you do think about it. But there hasn't been any wake-ups during the night to, you know, worry about it, which has been good. So, yeah. Good to hear, mate. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the next couple of weeks. It's, it must be such an exciting time for you as a, a, a player and you've done all the hard work now and, and you just got to wait out and see what happens. Thanks so much for joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning and can't wait to see where you land in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, no, nah, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it.
Riley Sanders young man. joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast again. Just a, a very, very good operator um, on and off the field. Yes. Flash, you can just tell. Discipline, uh, they speak well. Um, it's a bit of a credit to, to, I know, and he's a product of the AFL Tasmania as well, and all the coaches mm-hmm. and the hierarchy, they really have done a good job. Obviously, the parents, firstly and foremostly, let's be clear about that, but I'm fascinated. This I've spoken to all these young guys this year, and they're... They are awesome. They have yep. supreme focus, eyes on the prize, speak beautifully. Terrific. 0437 552 is how you can text us. You might have a question for the Jack Jumpers captain, Clint Steindl, who joins us after this to talk about NBL game number 300 for him. That's on SEN Tassie Breakfast after this.